0: Welcome to the show. Hi guys. How's it going? Um uh, my name is Brian, aka The Teddy Bear. And with the co-idiot Kyle, aka Built for comfort not for speed.
1: I, <laughs> I like was, that one. That one's a pretty good one. I like that one. <laughs> it's also really long. So,
0: Nickname can be long.
1: It's hard to use at the bar.
0: What's your nickname? Built for comfort, not for speed? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Oh, man. What's an abbreviation of that?
1: (laughs) B-C-N-S. Bigness. I don't know.
0: Bickness, come here.
1: (laughs) Yeah. There's too many consonants. It doesn't really work.
0: It's true. That'd be really rough.
1: All right. So what you've been doing lately? uh not this show so sorry (laughs) for the delay everyone um we had some let's call them technical difficulties last time (laughs) we weren't
0: feeling it last time and we became into a shitty show and then we were just like fuck that show yeah let's let's do a different one
1: yeah it was absurdly bad um not granted the show is not i would say great to begin with Uh,
0: Hey.
1: Well, I mean, I enjoyed doing it, but I mean, we couldn't even reach our usual level of uh, mediocre at best, I would say. I'd say that's, like, our goal. Oh. Like, this was, like... I mean,
0: we got seven dudes.
1: No, I don't mean that. I mean, like, the quality of Uh, what we recorded.
0: That was pretty bad. It was pretty boring. You guys want to like that?
1: Yep. I might save it for, like, a... lost episodes kind the, of deal probably not it's probably just gonna get deleted
0: though kyle did attempt to do i believe in a thing called love was so did you mine yeah, was but, worse but yeah mine was good
1: yeah anyway uh we have lots to talk about today yeah um uh, one of the things is kind of sad but you know important kyle i feel the herps uh no not that i know of at least i mean that would suck that would suck yeah but uh let's see um so over i would say between christmas and new year's uh someone very important to the music scene at least in my opinion and the opinion of many others uh passed away lemmy of motorhead
0: goddamn lemmy
1: yep he was a living rock god, and now he'll forever be remembered that way.
0: Who uh, played a pretty kick-ass guy and a brutal legend.
1: That's right. He was not that. Yeah. So was Ozzy.
0: He, uh, he brings you to that um, spider place mm-hmm. where they spin spin webs with bass guitar strings. And no, you have to they go find spin him, strings. And you have to go find a bass guitar strings.
1: Yeah. Thick as a baby's arm. Yep. Yep.
0: Like his dick.
1: Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Lemmy was a great man and a gentleman above all else. Yeah. Bizarre to say the least, but... uh Gentleman in the best of ways, considering how many ladies
0: he stuck it in his butt, uh, their butts. By his... Well,
1: I don't know. If, Wonder what his butt to vag ratio was. We'll never know now. God damn We it. will never know. But yeah, he... The man, like... Fuck Elvis, fuck Keith Richards, Lemmy was the king of rock and roll. He lived, breathed, breathed, drank rock and roll. That's what his life was. It was never about money or anything about that. It was about that lifestyle. And yeah. to a lot of people, Motorhead is a very, very important band for many different reasons. Um, they were very influential on a lot of like modern rock and metal musicians. For one, um, including you know like Dave Grohl. Uh, the guy's smart enemy uh, flee from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Lemmy was one of his favorite bass players. A lot of people really, really loved that band and Lemmy especially. Um, for me, it was you know a little bit more personal. Like I always kind of like would listen to Motorhead here and there, but they were there for me during like very very rough periods in my life because it's music that, um, basically it's music for outsiders Mm -hmm. i would say it's saying it's okay to be different to be yourself to be an outsider and you know it's like what you see in like music communities like that is people really really come together Mm -hmm. Uh like they would even have uh they had fans that would actually follow them around the shows like they would go on holiday or vacation and they would follow them around on tour and they actually got to know, like, the band members and became friends of the band members and whatnot. And would they even had their own room backstage and stuff like that. And it was pretty cool. Like, this, a good sense of, like, community there with Motorhead.
0: That sounds pretty awesome. Mm-hmm.
1: Not to mention for a band that was coming up in, like, the 70s and hit it big, I would say, like, early 80s. They're actually really responsible for, like, bringing that hardcore scene together. Because back then you had the rock guys and you had the punk guys. Motorhead brought both of those together. Normally, they did not associate. In fact, you'd see him fighting in the streets, at bars, wherever.
0: Yeah. Fighting in the streets. <laughs> yeah. Like badasses. Mm-hmm. Like, West Side Story. <laughs> including the snaps.
1: Yep, exactly like that. <laughs> just with uh, shaved heads or long hair.
0: Yep, exactly. Yep. And, you know, it's... I like to think that uh, Lemmy, like, when people met Lemmy, he was just like... He was kind of like Alice, uh, Alice Cooper from uh, Wayne's World. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Where it's just like, uh, so do you guys like um, Milwaukee? Yeah. First of all, we should really talk about Mo- uh, Milwaukee, or as the Native Americans used to say, Milwaukee, which meant the good earth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I imagine Lemmy was like that.
1: Uh, Lemmy was in the really weird stuff, though. Like, he collected Nazi memorabilia. That is really weird. <laughs> yeah, um, he he used to drink a bottle of Jack Daniels a day before the doctors told him he had to switch to vodka. So yeah. then he switched to vodka. But yeah, um, basically he just lived and breathed the lifestyle. Like, and this guy, you know, he wasn't living in like a mansion or anything. He lived in a apartment in L.A. I
0: wonder what qualities vodka has over whiskey.
1: Uh, fewer calories.
0: Oh, so it's just a fat thing.
1: I don't know if it was necessarily that, but it could be something with like the preservatives they use in it. Mm. Who knows? It seems like an odd thing for a doctor to say, uh, considering that he was drinking a bottle of it a day. Yeah. And ironically, that's not what killed him. He also used to do a lot of LSD, a lot of cocaine. He really, he's always said he really liked speed. I'd imagine. Probably
0: some sort of combination of all those things.
1: I'd imagine quite a lot of pot um he was always very 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 against heroin very against heroin hates the stuff hated
0: that makes sense probably saw a lot of a lot of legends go that way
1: a lot of that a lot of friends um it was always like bad like it really started coming up in the 20s and just has gotten worse and worse and worse to the point where we are now Mm -hmm. but i think like one of the first people were really affected with him, him was uh his girlfriend died from it god damn it and i think there was like another buddy of theirs where like he had gotten out of rehab and um Binge. they took him out to the bar and he got this guy got heroin from someone in the bathroom well he came out like a few minutes later and his face was completely black and then he just fell down and died turns out it wasn't heroin it was uh rat poison ah uh-huh. It's fucked up shit. It's pretty you fucked know, up. Don't fuck with heroin. It's true. Yeah, especially when it's coming from a guy like Lemmy, who's done pretty much fucking everything. It's true. And he, fucked pretty much everything. He
0: is the guy to get all your drug advice from.
1: Pretty much. Raven Life advice. I mean, the guy was. He was also like a. I believe he identified as being like agnostic or atheist. Mm-hmm. Like, wasn't really into that. It's like, fuck all those books, fuck those religions. I'm gonna follow my own life. I don't need that to tell me what to do. I'm gonna live my life without regrets. Mm-hmm. You know that kind of deal. Like the guy was just really like straightforward and honest, which I think is why a lot of people respected him, myself included. Um, I of course the music comes first. Mm-hmm. You know, man was a great musician. Um, yeah, I and mean, he was he was a living legend, mm-hmm. and now he's still a legend.
0: A whole lot of bitches.
1: He did by his own count. He said uh, somewhere over a thousand. Um, I want to say it was like Maxim or some magazine like that. They claimed it was around two thousand. Let me corrected them and said, "No, it's over a thousand, but it's not two thousand.
0: <laughs> it's somewhere in the middle."
1: And then he also said, "After that, it's like which, when you think about it, it's really not that many." I mean, the guy was like seventy when he died. Think about it; you are spanning a thirty forty year career.
0: That's true. That's probably what I need I need to know this.
1: I mean, if we take
0: Let's say let's say he said
1: Well, it's I mean they were active from like the mid 70s until today. Well, a week ago.
0: <laughs> Did he have a wife at all?
1: Not that I know of.
0: All right.
1: I mean, that doesn't really matter anyway.
0: 40 That's about 37.5 women per year.
1: Hmm. Yeah, that's not that absurd when you think about it.
0: That is about 0.1 lady per day.
1: So it's about a couple women a month.
0: So that is... Well, even then, it was
1: probably more in his younger days and then it started to slow down.
0: So that's about a lady in a week and a half. Yeah,
1: that's not that crazy.
0: I mean, granted, if he was getting the exact same rate up until he was like 70...
1: Oh, I bet he probably was still around that at that point. I imagine in his younger days it was probably a lot more.
0: What do you think? Like twenty years? Twenty years before uh, was his peak time?
1: Uh well the the early eighties is when Motor had kinda like peaked in terms mm-hmm. of popularity. So like I would say between seventy nine and eighty three, eighty four.
0: So about ten year span?
1: Well that would be four years. Oh, God damn. I, I mean Granted, you know they've Motorhead has been going strong since the seventies. You know they've that never really let up.
0: One point three women a day.
1: Yeah, I could see that.
0: During peak times.
1: Probably. I mean, if you're playing a lot of shows, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Not to mention you're blibby. And I imagine
0: that's different, ladies. Yeah. It's not consistent, ladies.
1: Well, right. It says he slept with at least one thousand women.
0: Yeah, I did a so, conservative number of 1,500.
1: Right, so that's not counting, you know, like, multiple times. hmm In terms of how many times he's had sex, probably, like, three to 5,000. That's probably a decent amount. I would guess without doing any actual math or... It's not really even an educated guess.
0: <laughs> it's just a guess.
1: Yeah. But, no, I mean, you know, Motorhead's music was really important to me for a lot of the different reasons, like... The biggest one and uh, most recent memory is when I, uh, my ex and I broke things off, mm-hmm. more or less. Like that was one of the, the Ace of Spades album was one of my go to albums because it, you know, it's just like. It reminded
0: you of a Tony Hawk Pro Skater.
1: Uh no, <laughs> but basically it's you know the whole kind of fuck everyone, fuck everyone else. I'm gonna do whatever I want what I want kind of attitude, which, at that point in time, is what I was doing.
0: Reminded me of Tony Hawk Pro Skater.
1: Oh no, I was drinking and getting high a lot, and sleeping around.
0: Sounds like Tony Hawk Pro Skater.
1: I mean, (laughs) probably like Tony Hawk more specifically. Probably like Tony Hawk, although he's kind of a family man, so who knows?
0: I mean, in his earlier days.
1: Yeah, you know that's a weird thing to think of. Like he was like one of the first big like pro skaters, but Mm -hmm. who was in the skating? I mean, like fourteen year old boys, so. Where I mean, the ladies there's at? Like 19,
0: 20 year twenty-year-old girls,
1: uh,
0: like they weren't part of the skating thing, but they're just like oh, they were just hanging Ooh, around, athletes, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah, yeah. That's true. Skated boys, badass. Yeah, exactly. Now no same one with, cares.
0: Same with uh, Sean White, bro.
1: No one cares about Sean
0: White. Well, I mean, I imagine he had a lot of bitches back in the day. And
1: you know, it's kind of funny, but now that I think about it, like no one really cares about like skateboarding or snowboarding anymore.
0: Well, yeah, it's a '90s thing, bro.
1: Yeah, that's true. Those were great times.
0: Mm hmm. Yeah. And like, X Games were just like the shit back in the day. <clears throat> oh, yeah. I always thought BMX biking was way cooler.
1: Well, even like the Olympics and stuff like that, they had a lot of that shit going on. At least the winter ones did. Snowboarding. Snowboarding, yeah. yeah. I think they still do. But, uh, yeah. You know, crazy thing about the Olympics, apparently a lot of the sex going on in the Olympics. Really? Yeah, lots of the sex. Probably
0: dirty, dirty athlete sex. hmm I would probably do a lot of whole fucking with uh, beach volleyball girls.
1: I, I mean, I'd want to be doing uh, butt stuff with Russians until they got a concussion.
0: Yep, exactly.
1: Yeah, that's how you do it. hmm I mean, it makes sense. You know? You got a bunch of basically really, really hot people within a close proximity of each other it's true that they'll never ever see again more than likely and
0: a lot of exoticness oh yeah oh yeah a lot of people from different countries man
1: mm-hmm. and if it's the winter olympics you gotta stay warm somehow exactly mm-hmm. summer olympics i guess you gotta cool off somehow <laughs> yeah
0: then it's just like ooh, let's get hot and saucy in the summer sun
1: release that tension yeah before your big uh Whatever it is you do, run, lift.
0: Though, gymnastic girls, I would probably not want to do. Why not?
1: Well, for one, a lot of them are really young, like 16. I mean, I'm not talking about like fucking 16-year-olds. Also, although, they're all very
0: small, although
1: like 16-year-olds. True. Although, depending on what country it's held at, it may or may not be a crime.
0: True. Does Olympic grounds considered international (laughs) international
1: (laughs) standing? That's a really good question. I don't know. You have multiple
0: people with multiple laws and and multiple cultures. Yeah. Who like is it just considered
1: international territory? I mean, if it was in like Spain or something, I think their age of consent is like what fourteen or sixteen or something like that. I mean, if you're going with that, I mean,
0: Mexico is
1: twelve. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. I I could not fuck a 12-year-old. That's
0: a pretty small age, man. Yeah. It's like child bride age.
1: Yeah, it is. Yeah. I think Japan's is pretty low, too. 13. 13. Yeah. You're also
0: talking about a country that has the least amount of sex for fun.
1: That is true. See, that's my one problem. Equal part
0: disappointing and equal parts expected.
1: See, (laughs) that's one of my main problems with Japan. Like... I like to have sex. Yeah. Apparently, it's not a big thing there. Unless... Except for this weird, like, sort of... Unless they were
0: lying about uh, their surveys.
1: I mean, to an extent. I mean, they do have that whole declining birth rate issue. True. I mean, that doesn't necessarily correlate to people, like, fucking, though. Because you can fuck and not procreate. True. So...
0: And I think it has something to do with like the culture and shit like that. Oh
1: yeah, like it's very like public. Well, like displays of public affection are big like no no. Like mm-hmm. it's not illegal, but it's very frowned upon. I'll just straight up actually start displays fucking a girl of affection whatsoever.
0: Straight up, just start straight up fucking a girl on the street, man.
1: Right. I think it's that's no why you know. I think that's why Japan probably has a lot of weird like fetishes.
0: Probably. It's probably a lot of uh. It's probably why like Japan and the South just had just go like fucking crazy when it comes to sex.
1: Yeah, that could be. I mean, Japan—it's even weirder though because now they, you know, it's like they're very, very conservative. They don't really display affection or emotion that much. But then you're walking by, uh, you know, porn theaters, porn theaters, or like big banners of like anime tits, mm-hmm. which is—it's so weird.
0: Yeah. It's very strange. It's those two extremes. And, and you walk into a shop, and all of a sudden, there's like porn places. It's like, God damn. Yeah, I've been there, bro. I mm-hmm. know. I, I've had that happen to me.
1: Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Care to go into more detail?
0: Um, no. Nah, eh, you, you
1: just don't really remember.
0: It's so there's this um there's these places called Don Quixote there. Okay. And think of them as like kind of giant. Um, like family dollar stores in a way, like just random weird shit. Like they're it, yeah, and it's like it goes up like ten or twelve stories high, and each level offers something different. And the higher you go up, the weirder that shit is. Like, like is
1: this consistent or is it just the it's one you're consistent? In. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, uh, first level. Well, there's the basement, which is just considered, like, candy. It was just candy. I was like, okay. That is awesome. Yeah. And I was like, okay, that's pretty sweet. And then first floor was just kind of, like, random, like, touristy things. Like, kind of cheap chopsticks and, mm-hmm. like, little, like, those ca- uh, Chinese cats, you know? Oh, the, the lucky cats? Luck- yeah, the lucky cats. Yeah. Shit like that. Um, those second, are awesome. Second floor is just kind of, like randomy or more randomy things um randomy randomy things um but the higher you go the weirder the things are until i found a place that uh, i was looking for a suitcase there that's the whole thing
1: i was looking for for a suitcase at what's basically a dollar store
0: essentially i mean it's kind of like a um, dollar store slash mall slash it's just
1: whatever it's just cheap
0: yeah and it's like a discount store yeah just okay store. sure um and it was like i think i was like on the ninth or tenth floor th- uh, floor or something and i was looking at all these uh suitcases i was like oh I wonder if they have more suitcases and then i like turn around a corner and then there's just like Fucking porn like crazy and giant dildos and vibrators and shit. I was just like, oh, no. I turned the wrong corner, I guess. And like,
1: was there like anyone there? Or?
0: No, there's plenty of people there.
1: Like in the porn section. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, like weird costumes,
0: um, shit like that. Also, there's stores where um, you're looking at video games and then you turn a corner and then there's just fucking porn just playing on a TV screen. I'm just like. There are kids around. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I mean they view it differently than we do. True. You know, it's like that's a weird thing. Like when it comes to like just, like being sexual or a sexual nature, for the most part, it's a very conserved culture. But man, does it seem to be fucking everywhere. It's true. It's like sex is just in everything, mm-hmm. in one form or another. Even their fucking, like, magical girl animes where they're, like, eight or nine years old. And it's like, oh, we got changed change in my costume. All my clothes flew away. <sighs> yeah, like, it's it's crazy.
0: It's true. It is weird. Um, Yeah. And they fucking love it if you know Dragon Ball Z there. Like,
1: oh, yeah. That's, like, when they're... Like... Oh, you know, that's big.
0: We, we were got out of an onsen, which is just kind of like a public yeah. hot spring. Well, I'm just telling people. Um, it's like a public hot spring and we were just kind of sitting around for the bus and, uh, in Japan, vending machines are just fucking everywhere. It's I know. It's just a thing and it's awesome and I love we need it. need that here. Yeah. Um, and there is this vending machine that was selling this orange soda that was, uh, Goku. Like it was a Goku soda, Dragon Ball Z nice. soda. And I, <laughs> I ordered it. And I was drinking it, and uh, this guy was just like, "Ah, (laughs) Kamiyamiya," and I was like, "Yeah, Dragon Ball Z." And he's like, "Yeah, Dragon Ball Z." (laughs) Nice. It was just a weird camaraderie of just like, "Fuck yeah, Americans know Dragon Ball Z." Right.
1: I mean, they do stuff over there like that. I wish they did here. Like when one of the Dragon Ball Z movies was coming out, I think it was Burger King or it might have been McDonald's, but anyway. They changed their, like, fry cups or whatever Mm -hmm. to Goku, and then the fries were like the Super Saiyan hair. Oh, that's awesome. I know. It's like, you know, they could do shit like that over here. Also,
0: they put wasabi on their McChickens, which I think is just a fucking awesome thing. That
1: is a good idea. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Their McChickens are probably better than ours anyway.
0: It was pretty decent, yeah.
1: Probably pretty comparable.
0: Um, Also, fried chicken. Huge thing there, especially on Christmas time.
1: Yeah, that's because of uh, KFC. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, there was really no like Christmas food there, over there because Christmas wasn't really a thing, you know. There, there
0: is a fucking backlog, like months and events to get chicken on Christmas time. See, at that's KFC's.
1: That's insane. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, that was, that's some brilliant marketing on KFC's part. Right. I mean, it's like, because there wasn't anything. It's like, well, it, we're red and white. That's Christmassy. Here, get <laughs> some fried chicken. Eat fried chicken. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy.
0: Japanese people love fried chicken. Yeah. Um, also, yeah, because isn't
1: like hamburger like considered more of like a like a big like meal thing or like a luxury meal kind of thing?
0: Well, kind of. I mean, they don't exactly, not like, like hamburgers. Not like
1: hamburgers, but like beef.
0: Yeah, they don't yeah. exactly have cows. So well,
1: they do. There's just not many of them.
0: Yeah. Like, it's all about compactness. So they'll have a shit ton of chickens. Because you can put a shit ton of chickens in any place. Also, you can freeze them a lot easier and send them over on a boat. Right. Especially from, like, China or Korea where they have more space. True. But cows, cows are much rarer, I guess. Uh, Take a lot more big. maintenance. Yeah. takes a lot more, like, understanding versus chicken where it's just like, eh, throw some seed on it. Well, doesn't do it.
1: Kobe beef come from Japan? Yeah. Which is like that's, very, very high quality, like the highest quality I think you can get.
0: Yeah. that um, My buddy went there and had a steak and I think he said like 10 or 12 ounces was almost like a hundred bucks.
1: Damn. Yeah. It's crazy. But it was delicious
0: steak. He I said bet. It melted in his mouth and it was like, oh, fucking rub your nipples worthy. I would do it. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I just want to just try it one time. Right, genuine yeah. Genuine Kobe beef.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, stuff started to get.
0: We need to go to more theme bars. If we go there, we need to go to theme bars.
1: We do. And that's something we need to get over here, too.
0: Right? Yeah. We really do. Um, And we were kind of talking about that, theme bars, where we were thinking about, well, there's a place in Sheboygan. Was. Was a place in Sheboygan. Wisconsin. Wisconsin. That was an arcade bar, and that was awesome. They had, like cool kind of video gamey drinks mm-hmm. um they had a, a bunch of arcade cabinets and what was cool about it is that if you get the high score on one of them they
1: give you a free drink it wasn't that hard to do either
0: yeah they kind of changed them out a bunch
1: <laughs> yeah they changed the games out or they would like reset the game so mm-hmm. um yeah, that place was really really cool um
0: and it was kind of cheap too I think yeah was it was somewhere like
1: a quarter the games were really cheap, but the drinks were cheap too. Yeah, there was not a sing. The most expensive drink there was six dollars. Most of them were five or less. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, but it was like uh, what was cool is it was more than just arcade games. Mm-hmm. Um, you could rent
0: like modern games too and like play them. Right. They
1: had like a little lounge area where you could rent out a console, chill there, play with your friends. Or above the bar, they had four TVs. Two of them would just be playing like regular TV shows or whatever they put on. Mm-hmm. Then the other Sometimes
0: two. they would do tri- uh, tr- uh, Twitch streams, which I thought was yep, awesome. they would do
1: a lot of Twitch streaming, which was cool. But the two of those TVs were always hooked up to one console mm-hmm. simultaneously. And there would always be like Mario Kart or Super Smash Brothers or something like that playing on there. Mm-hmm. And it's just people sitting at the bar playing a video game, having a great time, having some really good drinks. I mean the place was really really cool. It was. Not to mention it was compared to a lot of bars around here, I would say it was more modern. Mm-hmm. Like they didn't have a jukebox instead what you did is you pulled out your phone, used uh an app and you just picked whatever songs would play next, which was really cool too.
0: Yeah. Also I thought what was really cool was um a lot of times they would have themed days, like every Wednesday they had a movie night and they would just play like crazy um movies. Um, when we were there, it was Wednesday movie night and, uh, uh this was before you, this is when I first went there Yeah, and uh, they played Pee Wee Herman's Big Adventure Nice, and like, we just kind of sat around and drank and kind of like riff tracked it. It was really awesome.
1: Yeah. No, yeah. That was really cool. Or they would do events too, which was awesome. Yeah, like, like
0: Smash Brother tournaments. Yeah, Smash and,
1: Brother tournaments. Drunken Mario Kart was amazing. Yeah. Uh, that was a good time.
0: Honestly. Uh, okay. So... Spoiler alert! It did actually close down. Um, it was I don't weird. think that's really a spoiler. Okay. It's, um, it's a sad fact. It's pretty sad, but I think they failed in kind of two regards. I think they were in the wrong city, mm-hmm. and they didn't have a full kitchen.
1: I don't think the kitchen was the biggest issue. I, I think, think so, the problem was I
0: think it was a uh, if you don't if you can't have food there.
1: Well, you could. It's just that no one ever ordered food there.
0: Yeah, but you, you need more variety of food. Eh. They had burgers.
1: It's and a. Fries. I mean, bars are, I believe, are legally required to serve food, mm-hmm. um, but it, you know, it could be whatever. So there's like no minimum standard. Um, no, that's. I'll I'll give you that point, but what I think it is is I think their overhead was too high. I think that for, basically, the couple times I had been there. That place never really got that busy unless it was the weekend. Mm-hmm. So one location was obviously the biggest issue. Yeah. Two, uh, the drinks weren't that expensive. Not to mention they were only charging like a quarter per like arcade game, and they would swap those machines out pretty often.
0: See, I think they should have kept. I think maybe once per year they should keep. Uh, they should change out their games, just to keep things fresh, keep things new.
1: I would say more like once every either three or six months. You think not so? not all of them, but a couple of them.
0: I think they uh, they should swap out all uh, all of them probably once a year.
1: I mean, that's Just that's to hard k- to do though.
0: Just to kind of keep things fresh and keep things new, but I mean, you have to keep in mind to though keep a challenge, gun. right?
1: But you have to keep in mind that's not easy to do. I mean, when you're only charging around four or five bucks a drink, you have to pay your bartenders pay for all that fucking electricity because you know that place was expensive to run mm-hmm. just based on that because there were constantly TVs running, constantly lights going, all these arcade cabinets, which are not energy efficient running. Um, and I, I think, mean, I think the overhead was probably just too big because I think his rent was high too for the place.
0: I think, honestly, they just it was all about location. Mm-hmm. Sheboygan had nothing going on for them. Like... No, sure, Sheboygan doesn't really have
1: anything going on anyway. Sure,
0: it has kind of a bigger uh, it's a bigger place, but you needed a place that has a younger generation. Like, you needed someone, like, it needs to be somewhere in a college town.
1: Right. Well, there's UW, Sheboygan, but it's a, yeah. it's not like a real college town.
0: No. Yeah. No, like, well, that's Oshkosh the thing. Oshkosh would have been a better choice. Madison would have been a better choice. Milwaukee would have been a better choice. Oh, Madison
1: would have succeeded easily. yeah. Green Bay uh, would have been better. Granted, right, it still depends on location. I mean, if they weren't, like, close to downtown, they would have been fucked.
2: hmm
1: I mean, I'm just going to... Granted, there's a lot of bars in Madison that are very successful. They're not really near downtown. But for a bar like that, you need to... Be close to college.
0: You need people to, like... Not
1: necessarily even that. I mean, your target age group is people who are 21 to, like, 40. Yeah. So... You know, because keep in mind these old arcade cabinets. I mean, that's like it, more than twenty years ago for a lot of them. Mm-hmm. You're talking twenty, thirty years ago. So uh, the crowd is there. It's just getting people in. It needs to be in a larger city, mm-hmm. and it needs to be. I agree. Probably close to like a college campus would be best. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't. I wouldn't necessarily say that this bar failed. Because what the owner told us was that he was essentially, like, just breaking even if he was lucky. Mm -hmm. And he had other ventures that were more successful, so he was choosing to focus more on that and shut down the bar. Mm -hmm. Uh, Basically, the bar was like a passion project, you know? So I think that's one problem there is that uh, they weren't fully invested in it Mm -hmm. you know
0: plus they didn't throw a lot of advertisement out
1: no there was no advertisement whatsoever not to mention it was like we said it's a pretty bad location Mm -hmm. like it wasn't like right in the heart of downtown it was like old rundown downtown
0: (laughs) plus it kind of had a bad name
1: the game room pub yeah i mean it's not a bad name it just it doesn't mean anything yeah I mean that so could that a, could be a sports bar that could be whatever.
0: So I thought of a uh, cool name too. Just say the arcade.
1: Yeah, I mean it's not bad. It's straightforward. Yeah. Simple. Honest. Yeah.
0: Arcade. And people go there, and then they have the drinks, and then they play some games. I did like your one though. Your yours though. Final level.
1: I think that final level would be a good one. Or uh, another one that would be good is uh. One up. True. And then you could even have like some sort of like uh I wouldn't say a challenge, but like, hey, you buy uh five drinks, you get like a free shot. Mm. One up. One up. There you go. Simple as that.
0: Or like it's kind of like a scavenger hunt. You put like a free drink token somewhere in the bar and they have to find it. That's a bad idea. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I want it. You'd have to like glue it to the bottom of a table. Yeah. so no one can ever get it
0: you have to you have to physically hand it to me Mm -hmm. otherwise it doesn't count
1: yeah they just hand you the table Nope. oh man but yeah i mean it's like the video game things like that was a really really cool idea it was just the wrong place and mostly the wrong place wrong time a lot of different factors went into it Mm -hmm. but in terms of like theme bars as a whole there's really there's nothing around sure. here at least around by us i mean There's i'd imagine safe house but that's about it yeah which that's just kind of like a like prohibition era themed mm-hmm. kind of place
0: well it's a spy one too It's spy themed
1: oh uh, well whatever
0: but everyone knows about the safe house that's the thing everyone knows about the safe house yeah everyone are just like you know as soon as they think theme bar they think safe house mm-hmm. and if you ask anybody it's just like Oh, hey, have you heard or ever heard of the safe house? You'd be just like, yeah, I fucking heard of the safe house. Who hasn't heard about the safe house? Like, that's a huge bar in Wisconsin. So, like, I think all about getting that communication and getting that advertisement out. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a huge thing. And a lot of people didn't know about the Game Room Pub. That's just a fact. Yeah. Like, I really mean, they weren't even... Do that.
1: I don't think they were even open that long, though, were they? Like, maybe a couple years? I
0: don't know. Well, you can do a lot of shit in a couple of years as far True. as advertisement goes. True.
1: That being said, we are not doing a very good job of advertising this podcast.
0: Yeah, well, I mean...
1: This doesn't really cost us anything anymore, yeah, though. It's like a passion thing. <laughs> I mean, it does, but it's tolerable. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, going back to, like, theme bars, I mean, I guess the closest thing we really have is, like, Irish pubs, and I wouldn't really call that a theme bar. No. It's just a lot of green. Yeah. You know?
0: I, I honestly think it's a safe house and that's about it there's at no least way. around
1: here i mean granted there's i'd say there's probably maybe a few places like out in california maybe a couple of new york new mm-hmm. yorks are probably more like clubs though yeah um theme clubs yeah but there's really it's like there's nothing that i can think of
0: mm-hmm. and i always wonder why that's not a thing Theme pubs are kind of bigger than a bunch of other I places. I mean, maybe
1: it's because over here we kind of look at it as being more of a novelty thing and that just wears off after a while.
0: Yeah, but well, even as a novelty thing, people still enjoy it. You know, people go to novelty things on birthdays and parties and, right. you know. But if you, uh, but I think for the, the video game place, people are just like, oh, hey, that's a good hangout place. Let's yeah. go there, you know. We can have a drink, we can eat, we can, you know, play some video games. Like, it's a much more, let's do that type of shit, you know? Sort of like going to a pool hall.
1: Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, I mean, and I think they had that. I think, you know, like you said, or like we both said, it's a lot of different things, bad location, no advertising, not really a whole lot. Um, That being said, like, I would love to open a bar like that like a video game bar mm-hmm. i think that'd be really really cool absolutely it's just you know you'd have to find the right place to do it not to mention considering we'd be doing it as a startup mm-hmm. i mean if we were to do it in madison it'd be really expensive it'd be really expensive worth it probably <laughs> as long as it could like at least break even or turn profit yeah yeah uh milwaukee probably same deal depends on location yeah Milwaukee, I don't know if I'd want one there, but you could do it. Probably, Um, like, close to Marquette wouldn't be a bad idea. close
0: to Marquette or
1: UW-Milwaukee. Yeah. Probably be the best
0: choice. Mm -hmm.
1: Madison, you could pretty much put it anywhere. Yeah. As long as you're somewhere within the visit, like, five miles of downtown.
0: Walking distance of, like, campus or something like that. Not even
1: that. I mean, it's pretty easy to hop on a bus around (laughs) there. You know, it's like, buses are pretty cheap. True. Um... And also, not that dangerous. <laughs> so, not to mention, cabs in Madison are surprisingly cheap. As long as you take the right ones.
0: Hey, I only do Ubers, bro.
1: I don't remember if they have Uber out there. They probably do now. They either have Uber or Lyft. Um, what was really nice, it was a green cab. Hmm. It was really, really cheap. They would drive really, really fast. And they were all driving Priuses. Ooh. So they were also being good for the environment. There you go. But did yeah, it was like cheaper than all eyes the other. When they
0: talked about their Priuses, uh,
1: not that I remember, they also took all the payments on iPads. Ooh, yes, yeah, so they were pretty advanced. But what was awesome is they were cheap, mm-hmm. and I think that's probably because they were driving Priuses. They don't have to worry about fuel costs as much. mm Hmm. But yeah, I mean it was never really an issue. So true. Except leaving your car in a parking ramp overnight, that got pricey. But.
0: I I feel like two things that would kind of work really well would be video game pub and a and a board game pub.
1: I mean, you could do both. You could just be a gaming pub, but
0: yeah, it's true.
1: You know, I th- I feel like you would have to. I feel it would be easier to focus more on our like arcade games and like console games and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I think you're going to get a much larger audience. True, I. Um...
0: I do love the name of a board game a pub. I think it's in Toronto or something like that, called Shoots and Lattes. That sounds like, like a, a cafe. It is a cafe, yeah. but it's like a cafe bar. Okay. It's pretty fucking awesome. Yeah, that is, that is genuine, one hundred percent awesome name. Ten out of ten. I mean,
1: yeah, it's really good. I'm just trying to think of like, what else would be really, really good.
0: As far as what.
1: Uh oh, like a good name for a video game bar.
0: Um, we we got one up. We mm-hmm. Got final level. We got the arcade. Um,
1: I would say Ready Player One, but that's a book, so I don't know yeah. if you could use that. Although I don't think Ready it really Player matters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Ready Fight. Ready Fight. That would not be good, actually.
0: <laughs> um
1: battle start uh, <laughs> it's a me
0: <laughs> it's a me um the mushroom kingdom
1: yeah um secret level oh the hylian bar
0: i think i thought i thought i said
1: that one or
0: oh i think i said a highly highly retreat i there think you go. i said something That's
1: like not
0: that bad. yeah um
1: World of Craft Beer. Yep. <laughs> um <laughs> That would be a good one. Mario's hideout. Yeah, not bad, not bad. I mean, there's a lot you could do. Mhm. You know, not to mention like drinks too. You could do so many drinks and it's so easy. They don't even have to be original. You could just take existing ones and change the names. Red potion. Melon balls could be morph balls.
0: That would be cool.
1: Not that hard. Or Pokéballs. Ooh, Uh, there we go. That's probably more recognizable at this point. Assuming Nintendo likes to ignore their franchises. Yeah, Nintendo. Give us a good Metroid game.
0: Hey, Nintendo, I got something to say. Go fuck yourself.
1: Well, that's mean. I mean, they're in a hard place right now. I don't
0: care. I don't like Nintendo. They're meanies. They picked on me when I was a kid.
1: You're a liar.
0: They call me fat.
1: Did they?
0: Yeah. Right. They're like, maybe you should stop playing video games and go outside for 15 minutes. Oh, Fuck you, Nintendo. Yeah. am sick your bullshit. They all, if I wanted health advice, i will fucking ask you.
1: That's true. They all kind of do that. give you a
0: fucking Wii Fit. But you know, no, I don't want that. I don't think
1: I've played like a PlayStation or an Xbox game that's told me to do that in a long time. You know, It's yeah. like, set the controller down every half hour or an hour to avoid ice strain. Yeah, Nintendo
0: is a bunch of dicks.
1: To be fair, though, like mid-2000s to like 2010, they were all doing that. Every single fucking game told you that when you booted it up.
0: Them and Netflix, man.
1: I don't remember Netflix telling me that.
0: Well, Netflix, if you Trying watch Trying to control
1: kid, my life. If you
0: binge watch it, they're like, are you still watching? Yes, and I appreciate you not judging me.
1: You know, that's <laughs> true. It used to let you go, like, longer, too, and now I feel like every three episodes it's asking me if I'm still watching and when <laughs> it used to be, like, th- every three hours.
0: Yeah, exactly. Don't judge me, Netflix. Yeah. Can binge watch if I want.
1: Which, that's really dumb, too, because if I'm watching a movie that's the same length of time as, like, three episodes of a TV show, why are you assuming I'm still watching? Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. I mean, regardless, maybe I just have it on as background noise. Yeah. So, yeah, it's rude, is what it is.
0: Don't judge me, Netflix.
1: Mm hmm. Sick of your bullshit. Right? How dare they? I know.
0: <sighs> Asses. Yep. Asses.
1: I'm still amazed that Netflix doesn't have, like, ads yet. No. I mean, they advertise their own stuff. I'm but. pretty
0: sure they would ha- sink hardcore in subscriptions if they got ads. I don't know. No, Absolutely. That's like one of their hugest selling points.
1: True. Otherwise, what's the difference between that and Hulu? Um. Uh, well, that's the thing, though. Hulu has more content.
0: That, well, yeah, but they also have ads, and people are always like, "Yeah, I don't cool." You have.
1: Yeah, I think. Content, I think though. the worst thing that Hulu did is you can uh, now pay more to have ads removed.
0: Yeah, what a bunch of dicks! Stop that.
1: Although the thing is like. I remember how it used to be. It's like if you had Hulu Plus, you didn't have ads, Mm -hmm. which is why I got it in the first place. Mm -hmm. Also, so I could watch it on an actual TV. And then
0: they have ads, and they're like, oh, well, you can pay more. Mm -hmm. It's like a fucking extortion.
1: Yeah. And it's gotten worse. Now there's more ads than there were before. Yeah. Which sucks.
0: Fuck you, Hulu.
1: Yeah. I do use Hulu for some stuff, although I'm often questioning why I pay for it.
0: Take Crunchyroll over you
1: any day. You know, that's the thing, though. It's like with Crunchyroll, it's like I paid the same amount for Crunchyroll as I do like Hulu or Netflix, but both Hulu and Netflix have more content.
0: Yeah, but the animes.
1: Right. The, the anime ironic is, thing maybe? is, though, a lot of the stuff that's on Crunchyroll ends up going to Hulu anyway. But the animes. Yeah. I mean, I guess if you pay a little bit more, you also get the dramas and stuff like that, like the Korean and Japanese dramas. Yes i never really watched those though
0: dude me and my buddy josh we watched uh this this korean drama called four gentlemen oh my god it's fucking awesome i've heard a
1: lot of them are really good
0: yeah it's essentially about a bunch of 40 somethings and like either they're married or have like relationships or something like that Mm -hmm. and it's just their adventures of like trying to get laid
1: (laughs) nice (laughs)
0: There it is. It's just so silly. It's awesome. I love it.
1: You know it's a really weird like phenomenon now. Hmm. Um there's a lot of Korean dramas that are adaptations of Japanese anime. I could see that. It's so weird though cuz like how does that work? And, like some of them are like m- like action oriented. Mm-hmm. It's like you can't really do that in a live action show. You know.
0: Sure you can. I don't know how. I believe
1: in it. Yeah, I just don't think it's as easy. Although I will say in one play, one thing where all of those countries uh definitely succeed on compared to we do is sci fi. They have that cornered. That's true. I mean we have no good sci fi T V shows. Well, we've got the weird like B C movie stuff on the sci fi channel.
0: Yeah. Sci fi channel rocks, bro.
1: Yeah, but I it's it's entertaining in a haha kind of way
0: bro come on i miss sci-fi movies yeah i i can't remember if it was a sci-fi movie or if it was something like a really bad c movie but it was about a werewolf who raped a chick it was weird yeah i need to find that movie again that was weird that was a weird movie
1: it, it sounds really disturbing. Also, feast. Feast was weird. Yeah, there's a reason why I've never heard of any of these.
0: Feast was probably one of the weirder ones. Um, Splinter was decent.
1: Yeah, that one I've heard of.
0: That one, that one was actually pretty decent. Um, that was actually a pretty decent, like one location type of movies, where the whole movie set in like one set. You know, all oh, like
1: one set piece, yeah, which is basically a play,
0: yeah. Um, The Exam is also a really good a one set piece movie, huh?
2: You
0: ever heard of that one? No, that one's actually pretty good. That one's kind of sci fi, sci fi, sci fi. That one is uh, it's an
1: interesting adjective.
0: That one is basically. A whole bunch of people are trying to apply to this uh, one company. And, th- and they're this final exam. And like there's nothing on the final exam. And they're all trying to figure out what the actual exam is. And like it's all about just like going through the room. And then you find out like this company created um, uh, created a vaccine for, dise- uh, for disease that's like ravaging the earth like people want to work there because they want um because you get like the vaccine for free oh so like you and your family can get the vaccine for free there and shit like that and it's like i don't know it was kind of sci-fi like in that sense but it was actually really really good
1: it It was just more contemporary yeah which sci-fi can be so Mm -hmm. it's not all about space and Space-like things. Oh, no. It doesn't have to be about space. I mean, sci-fi can be anything from, like, more modern, like, a modern fantasy. I would consider that, like, sci-fi. Like, if it took place now, but had, you know, like, uh, I don't know, like, you know, weird ephemeral creatures or stuff like that. Or, like, anything with, like, uh, telepathy or something like that. So kind of, like, like shadow y Yeah, kind of. I would consider that to be sci-fi.
0: True. Shadowrun rocks.
1: Yeah. Or, um... ah, I'm trying to think of, like, good examples of it, but I'm not coming up with anything. In terms of, like... yeah, forget it. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I don't know. I I think uh, sci-fi is kind of a hard definition. Because there can also be hard sci-fi, which is, like, Michael Crichton stuff yeah you know that's mm-hmm. just like oh hey this has some uh some scientific backing and i'm making a fiction about it you know mm-hmm. um versus you know fucking like star wars which is just like oh this is all crazy crazy things and like there's no scientific backing for any of this no like, there isn't looked, but it just looks all sciencey and shit
1: no they explained in the beginning in a galaxy far far away and that's all they needed to do
0: a long time ago though that's true in the past
1: well, that doesn't really mean anything, though.
0: Yeah. A long time ago is a pretty vague definition. A long time ago could be like 30 days ago.
1: Yeah. Not to mention if you're thinking about time and what we can see in the universe. I mean, we're when yeah. you look up in the sky, you're seeing into the past. So. It's weird. Yeah. I don't like it. Some crazy shit, man. You Freaking know what, though? You know what we need more of? Giant robots.
0: We play golf?
1: I mean that too, that'll be pretty <laughs> fucking cool. But you know, it's like that was that was kind of like an eighties, nineties thing that died out. I mean you have Transformers, but True. I want more giant robots.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I, I get it. They're is.
1: incredibly like impractical. But what? they look badass.
0: Well, I mean they just came out. Oh, uh, like they came out with that. With um the one that Del Toro made. With Kan Kaiji and, uh, and, uh, there were giant robots
1: uh, fighting
0: giant monsters. Oh, Pacific Rim? Yeah,
1: that's it. Yeah, that one was pretty good.
0: That had giant robots in it. Yeah. That didn't satisfy you, it?
1: Oh, it satisfied me. You didn't
0: have, you didn't enjoy the rocket arms?
1: I don't, that movie didn't do very well, did it?
0: No, it did pretty damn well.
1: Oh. Hmm. It just kind of faded away.
0: No, not really. They're making a second one.
1: Are they? Yeah. Oh, sweet. Forgot about that movie.
0: Yeah. Hmm. God damn it, Del Toro. Make me a video game.
1: Yeah, that would be nice. You know... Who knows? They might work on something again, even though he's sworn never to work on video games ever again after me- the whole Silent Hills debacle.
0: Yeah, but... um, Kojima now... Is independent, so maybe you'll actually be able to work with him. Well, he's kind
1: of, sort of independent.
0: I mean, he's independent in the way like he has his own development, and it's not part of any company. He just promised to make an exclusive. They like,
1: yeah, the first game, the is first game to be is exclusive. an exclusive. Yeah, but you know, who knows how that'll pan out? I mean, he could end up doing more exclusives. True, it's hard to say. You know, that's one that's one problem I have with the video game industry right now. All this wishy-washy wording. Yeah. Like, it's getting, like, a timed exclusive or console exclusivity. It's, like, just fucking say what it's for.
0: Dude. Uh,
1: you can't see this because this is an audio podcast, but Brian was, like, fixing his belt, and I thought he was about to whip his dick out. Still might happen. I mean, off mic, sure. <laughs> on mic oh physically i don't know if we could put that up is there such a thing as audio porn like just yeah. sounds of people like fucking
0: it's um god damn it it's uh phone
1: sex porn. operators bro oh yeah bro i didn't think that's about like that. the oldest
0: form of porn
1: right but that's that's two that's not really porn though because that's two-way communication this would be one way maybe i mean maybe like those uh like dirty erotica novels on tape yeah exactly i can see that oh man dude
0: we should do the most famous fan fiction in the world 50 shades of gray bro do that audio that's a fan fiction yeah it started as a fan fiction really yeah oh it started as a fan fiction of twilight Fifty Shades of Grey? Yeah. Isn't it about, like, How some... How the
1: fuck did you not know this? Because I don't give a shit.
0: Dude. Come on, man.
1: I thought it was about, like, some, like, weird, like, high-up corporate dude who, like, likes raping people and bondage and shit like that. Yeah. Fan fiction of Twilight. What does that have to do with vampires? Edward was a rich dude.
0: And he, like... So,
1: literally, the only correlation is money?
0: No. He, uh, and, like, BDSM because, like, uh, he, like, when him and, uh, what's-her-face finally had sex, like, fucking, like, she left with bruises and shit. Huh. Yeah. It's all about that shit, bro. And just think about the characters. You got the weird, semi-reserved, confident, a uh, confident man. You got the mousy, uh, mousy-repressed, uh, woman- that is like the every woman and then they (laughs) that's a pretty
1: broad generalization there sir what like every woman
0: no like that's the thing like they don't describe them enough uh oh
1: so it's supposed to be really generic so you can put yourself in their shoes yeah Uh.
0: and so like that's the whole point of it and then they have a forbidden love that he's really reserved about happy having and then they actually finally fall in love, and then she tries to escape a bunch of times, and he keeps going after her until they finally get married. Is that
1: how it goes? Yeah. That's essentially Twilight, bro. Did you read Fifty Shades of Grey? No. Oh, you know an awful lot about it.
0: Yeah. I read synopsis. <laughs> There's cliff notes. Oh, man. Yeah. Cliff takes the bullet for me every time with his notes. Yeah. What a good guy.
1: Doing God's work. Doing God's work.
0: Never would have got it through Dante's Inferno without you, bud. (laughs) Cliff, you are an all
1: right guy. I would say so.
0: All right. Got any other topics?
1: No. I'll take it. Anyway, sorry for the delay on everything, guys. Yeah. Um, Sorry about that. We love you guys. Yeah, you're the best. Thanks for listening. Yeah, we share appreciate with your it. friends.
0: Yeah, tell them hey, listen to these two retarded people that have mics.
1: Well, I don't consider myself retarded. I say I'm at least of average intelligence.
0: I feel like you're on the
1: autistic scale somewhere. Probably, I'm not good with people.
0: Exactly. That's like a three or four on the autistic spectrum.
1: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for listening. Yeah. And you'll hear from us in another week.
0: Absolutely. Have a good one, guys. Yeah.
1: Oh, hey, hold up a second. What? Send us some questions. Yeah. We'll answer anything.
0: Yeah. If you want to know how many buttholes I liked. How many Kyle's buttholes I liked.
1: Or how many buttholes I have. Yeah.
0: Those are all good questions. Very solid questions. Yep. All right. Bye. Bye.